After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Today's guest is Walter Kirimitsu, president and proud alumni of St. Louis Hawaii Schools and former appeals court judge for Hawaii. Mr. Kirimitsu is the first non-clergyman to lead St. Louis School in 160 years. Welcome to our show, Walter. Thank you very much. How has it been taking over and becoming president for St. Louis Schools? To put it bluntly, uh, it's been a challenge. It's been, uh, there are multiple issues and it's been a difficult two and a half years. But I'm finally getting used to the, you know, the issues and, and uh, the personnel involved. And so uh, this year is much better than the first two years. What kind of challenges are you dealing with? Primarily personnel, also uh, faculty or the quality of faculty, fiscal challenges, uh, enrollment. Uh, so you know, just about every major issue that a private high school would have like every uh, other company in in the world, like right? Like every other same, company, same, same exact issues, things, yeah. right? Yeah. You were on the board of trustees for many years prior to becoming president and taking mm-hmm. over. Was it more than what you thought, or was it just a lot harder than you thought? It turned out to be much more difficult than I thought, uh, because although I served on the board of trustees for about ten years, at the board level, we're considering policy issues and we rely a lot on the CEO or the president to give us their report and the status of the school and we pretty much unless there's some glaring uh, you know omissions we pretty much accept the report of the CEO so in that respect when you're on the board you're kind of flying at about 50,000 feet above sea level whereas being the head administrator of the school now we're at ground level, so we see a lot of the grit, a lot of the dirt, and uh, a lot of the issues are much more um, evident than at the board level. What made you decide to take this endeavor on at this stage in your life? Primarily because I'm an alumnus and I've spent four years in high school at St. Louis, and so those four years were a real uh, crossroads in my life, you know, where the education at St. Louis really helped me in the rest of my career and so forth. And so I felt that it's time to you know, give back to the school uh, some of the, the values that they taught me in the first instance and also uh, time to um, contribute back to the school in the form of educating the current students so that whatever I do will make a difference in the future for these young students. Did you feel any kind of pressure, being that you're kind of part of history for St. Louis schools, being the first non-clergyman to lead the school? I felt a lot of pressure. In fact, um, the Catholic order that sponsors our school is called the Marianists, and uh, that means the Society of Mary. 
and they devote their uh, primary focus in adoration of the mother of Jesus. So Mary is the name of the order, and the Marianists were um, pretty much about 98% of our faculty consisted of Marianists when I was going to school. Currently, there are no Marianists teaching in our classes. We have two Marianists who are counselors, and so when I was being interviewed for the president's position, uh, the Marianist headquarters sent a person to come and interview me person one-on-one, -on -one, just, I guess, to see whether I will carry on the teachings of the Marianist philosophy at the school. And I guess that individual was satisfied, and so um, I got uh, his approval uh, to go forward with the, with the rest of the interviews. Prior to um, being president of St. Louis schools, from the beginning of your career, you were in law, right? Um, what law school did you, did you attend? University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And what made you interested in going into law? When I was at the University of Hawaii doing my undergraduate work, my major was in Japanese language and literature, so I was in the arts and sciences program. So when it came close to my graduation, I found out that I lacked very I lacked, lacked any kind of skills you know, to uh, be uh, employable. And so I thought, you know, I have to proceed on to a master's and probably a PhD if I pursued Japanese language and literature. And so rather than that, I opted to find a professional skill. And law was the one that seemed to be the most desirable for me and it consistent with what I'm interested in, in speech, in um, working with people, etc. So I chose to take the law school entrance exam and then went on to law school in, at Michigan. How was that for you being Japanese and a minority? At that time, University of Michigan took uh, uh, several students from each state so that they can be a national law school. So as a result, although there was no formal quota, they took about two from Hawaii. And so I fortunately got into the two that were selected for that year. I was the only one of two, you know, one of three Asians that were in my class. So, so you know, at the University of Hawaii, we're a majority, right, the uh, Asian Americans, whereas at law school, we're clearly a minority group. Was it hard for you? At first, it was difficult because the competition was so stiff. But as you get to know your classmates and, you know, you get to be friends with some of the uh, uh, classmates, um, um, you know, it's no different than any other school, except law school itself was very, very competitive, you know, and so I had to get used to the, the, the pace of uh, competition. Thanks, Walter. We'll hear more about that after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Howdy sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion. 
Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com. We're back from break, and today's guest is former Judge Walter Kirimitsu, president of St. Louis Schools. Prior to St. Louis Schools, Walter served at the University of Hawaii as its first general counsel for seven years and was an associate justice of the Intermediate Court of Appeals for the State of Hawaii. So you were mentioning before we started this interview some history about St. Louis schools that most people don't know. Maybe you can share that with us now. Yes. Uh, St. Louis School is currently 162 years old in, since it started in Hawaii. At the first, in, back in 1846, the f school started in Kaneohe. And uh, at that time, one of the students uh, at the St. Louis School was Father Damien, before he became a priest. So he spent several years studying at St. Louis. At that time, it was known as St. Louis College, although it was a high school. And uh, so we claim that uh, Father Damien is one of our former students. Since then, the school moved to uh, River Street, uh, in uh, where where you know as Chinatown now, and they spent um, about 20 years in Chinatown or River Street, and it continued to be known as St. Louis College, and it graduated many many famous leaders like Governor Burns, Mayor Blaisdell, Herman Wiedemeyer, Dr. Richard Mamiya, who became the first nationally known cardiovascular surgeon. Uh, we have. Um, other graduates um, like uh, Judge Jim Burns, uh, Walter Dodds, from, who is the CEO of uh, First Lawyer Bank. So we had, had a string of outstanding leaders in our community. Oh, a former uh, police chief, uh, Francis Keala. So you can go on and on in, in the leaders that were produced from St. Louis School. And so in that respect, St. Louis School has a very, very rich uh, tradition of producing outstanding leaders that served our community and our state. We have an interesting, another interesting facet to the school is that during World War II, way before you, were, you two were born, uh, St. Louis School was converted by the federal government, or more specifically by the U.S. Army, to a Army hospital. So the students and faculty at St. Louis School moved to the current McKinley High School. So all of the classes at St. Louis School were taught at McKinley. I don't know how they worked it out, worked it out with the DOE, but uh, in fact, for about five years during World War II, uh, St. Louis School was, uh, you know, uh, was at McKinley. And then the ca current campus of St. Louis School served as a hospital for the soldiers, you know, uh, fighting in the Pacific uh, area, uh, area. And then after the war was over, St. Louis School was reconverted back to a high school. Now, at the time that, just about the time the war was over, St. Louis School was from first grade to the 12th grade. 
and it occupied the entire campus where it, it is now. Some 50 years ago, Chaminade University uh, started, and they started to occupy a part of our campus. So currently, we pretty much share the campus between Chaminade University and St. Louis School pretty much equally. Certain spaces are allocated to Chaminade and certain spaces are allocated to St. Louis. So currently uh, we have from fourth grade to the twelfth grade, but in the next year we're going to phase out fourth and fifth. So we'll be strictly a middle school, sixth grade to twelve, primarily because we don't have the full facilities to have a full grade school. And Chaminade has a undergraduate uh, master's and PhD programs in certain fields, so it will continue to thrive at, uh, on the same campus. At some point of time, St. Louis College, although it was a high school, was, uh, the name was changed back to St. Louis School. But during the days of Dr. Mamiya and Governor Burns and so forth, St. Louis School was known as St. Louis College. So some of the older uh, alumni they proudly refer to themselves as graduates of St. Louis College. And at some point of time, at the beginning of Chaminade's history, Chaminade was first known as Chaminade College. Uh, and, and, and eventually they became the Chaminade University of, uh, of Hawaii. Thanks, Walter. We'll continue after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek work with Monster so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. You're listening to Greater Good Radio. Today's guest is former Judge Walter Kirimitsu, President of St. Louis Schools. Walter is also a member of St. Louis's Gallery of Distinguished Achievers for his community leadership and outstanding contribution to the betterment of Hawaii and for upholding the banner as an exemplary St. Louis gentleman. Have you folks ever thought about entering uh, girls? There was a time when I was on the Board of Trustees about 10 years ago, uh, the Board decided or was, was considering the issue of co-educational, but uh, there was a strong resistance from certain faction of the alumni that insisted that St. Louis has a history of being an all-boys school and it should continue as an all-boys school. And so, you know, the move to, move to co-ed was kind of tabled. And since then, it was never revisited. I don't think the uh, question, it's out of the question that one day St. Louis was reconsider again co-educational because uh, the other all-boys school here 
is Damien. And they continue to be all-boys school. But the other one that used to be all-boys for a long, long history was Iolani. And Iolani, about 15, perhaps 16 years ago, changed to co-educational. And they've thrived as a co-educational school. And so I would say it's not out of the question in the immediate future that we would face the uh, issue again. Are you finding that um, St. Louis school, your position there, is harder than... Uh, working as a judge or working in your law practice? You know, every, every phase of my career, there were challenges of a different nature. I would say if you were to just generally compare, uh, this job at St. Louis is probably the most stressful, primarily because you're working with younger students, you're working uh, with uh, faculty and, and um, a lot of uh, different types of personnel issues and fiscal issues. But when you look at, when, at the period when I was a judge, because I was an appellate judge, uh, I rather thought it was rather easy because we don't deal with the lawyers. We deal with the briefs that they prepare and file. Uh, we had some oral argument before the appellate court, but they were very selectively uh, scheduled. So my pace as a judge was the easiest among all the different th careers that I've um, practiced. Now, law practice itself, because I did litigation, that was probably the most stressful period of time. But at that time, I was very young, so we could, we could face that pressure. Um, and secondly, I would say St. Louis and then University of Hawaii. And the judgeship was the easiest. It was the most peaceful. Thanks, Walter. We'll continue after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Neptune Nights, we're feeling fine. We're staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptune Nights, the sunshine in your mouth. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com. How do you sell this company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Greatergoodradio.com. You're listening to Greater Good Radio. Today's guest is former Judge Walter Kirimitsu, President of St. Louis Schools. Walter is also a member of St. Louis's Gallery of Distinguished Achievers for his community leadership and outstanding contribution to the betterment of Hawaii and for upholding the banner as an exemplary St. Louis gentleman. 
So, you know, I have had a couple of friends work under you and with you at St. Louis schools, and they always speak so highly of your leadership. And I noticed that you are very involved in the community, not just taking the position or the job that you have. Can you um, share with us how you started getting a little bit more involved in the community and why you encourage younger people to do so as well? I think that uh, we have a uh, obligation or a duty to uh, serve and give back to the community. One of the uh, mantras at St. Louis is called uh, Memor et Fidelis, uh, which is Latin for mindful and faithful. And I read that to mean mindful to one's duty to serve the community and the public and faithful to the values and ethics that we've learned you know, uh, at St. Louis as well as uh, after St. Louis. So I take that mantra very seriously and I feel that um, with all of the uh, benefits I've received from my education, from my people who have trained and mentored me, uh, I feel a very heavy duty to give back to the community. So whenever asked to serve on a board, especially on a, a volunteer, volunteer basis, I um, hesitate to say no. Uh, for instance, um, uh, Judge Mark Browning of the Family Court uh, asked if I would serve on this committee called the Specialty Courts, uh, Specialty Courts Committee of the Family Court. And this particular committee is really to support juvenile rehabilitation, to uh, help uh, juveniles cope with the drug issues and drug problems. So uh, when Judge Browning asked if I would volunteer on that committee to support the programs to, to help the youth of Hawaii, I um, immediately said, yes, I'll do whatever I can. So I, serve on, I continue to serve on that committee. The Chief Justice of the State Supreme Court, Ron Moon, asked me if I would serve on this America Judic American Judicature Society's committee, pri primarily to bring uh, more knowledge of the judicial governmental systems to the public and private schools in our educational system, and I gladly volunteered to serve on that committee because there is a great need to educate our youngsters in the public as well as private schools about how the courts work, for instance, how the jury system works. You know, and a lot of them uh, just have exposure from what they see on television, whereas um, I think the actual lessons have to go deeper than that. And so we have um, uh, served on that committee to come up with a program to accelerate and to expand what we teach in our public schools as well as in you know, our pr private schools. So those kinds of projects, um, I feel a duty to serve, but also I'm very interested in, in um, uh, doing what I can to uh, perpetuate you know, the, uh, the lessons that I've learned throughout life. Uh, when I was a judge in the appellate court, the, I would say the best times that I had serving as a judge was the times I spent with my law clerks. The law clerks were fresh out of law school. Uh, they were just hungry for knowledge and hungry for experience and so forth. And I can honestly say that the times I had 
in discussions with the law clerks were the best times of my judicial days uh, because we, we had lunch together, we had sessions together discussing actual cases uh, and uh, it was just a great opportunity to, uh, to shape their young minds to uh, consider issues that uh, made a big difference in the people's lives, other people's lives. And so that was the greatest pleasure for me. I, I really enjoyed that. And at the University of Hawaii, I also continued to mentor younger lawyers and then also younger students who were in undergraduate college. Uh, my door was always, always open for them to walk in and ask me about anything. And to this day, I still receive calls from students who are, have since graduated from University of Hawaii and they still call me about what to do in this kind of situation. Um, and some of the law clerks have now become prosecutors and have become U.S. attorneys, uh, you know, deputy U.S. attorneys, and they still call me uh, to ask for my opinion on certain issues. So I, I enjoy that part, of, uh, that part of my career. I'm sure there's many, but um, are you able to share maybe the one top important lesson that you've learned along the way that you make sure that these new people, when they start their career, they, they understand it and they know the importance of it to be successful where they want to go? If I had to pick one major uh, uh, issue or one major important uh, advice, and that would be to respect the people that you work with and that you live with, um, whether no matter what their age is or what their gender is, but respect to me is the fundamental value I think that uh, one has to learn in order to be successful. Uh, and then from respect, you have, um, you develop people relationship, and from respect, you develop leadership qualities, uh, if that is in the cards. But I, I think basic respect is fundamental. What was the first community service uh, board or activity that you participated in? The first community service was when I was in um, high school. And that was, um, at that time, volunteering and participating in a club called the Xavier, St. Francis Xavier Club. And that club had members, uh, high school students, uh, from all different uh, uh, schools, especially the private uh, Catholic schools. And our mission was really to spread the faith uh, and practice the faith among the youngsters in Hawaii. And that was my first public service that I can recall. And I spent, um, uh, I eventually became the president of the Xavier Club in my fourth year. Uh, and uh, that was my first public service. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii.